0: <laughs> Oi, hey there, welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a High Vibe World. Well, look at us together again on yet another Wednesday. How cool is that? I am very happy that I once again feel inspired to share. And today I want to tell you guys about a trip that I took last year that I sincerely believe has forever changed my life. Tete French Polynesia. And as some of you know, I turned 40 years old last year on November 12th. And I actually feel very comfortable talking about my age because honestly, the only thing that this incredible four o number has brought me is more money and better sex. So I do not feel and I honestly do not even look all that different than when I was a teenager and I'm happy being me in this time of my life. And as a celebration, Scott and I took the most amazing trip to French Polynesia, first to Bora Bora and then... Uh, where we stayed at the Four Seasons, which is actually the best hotel in Bora Bora, hands down. We actually enjoyed our trip there and our stay there for sure. Um, And then to Tetsuaroa, a private atoll owned by Marlon Brando's family, where we stayed at the Brando, which is a beachcomber resort. And anyone who knows me well knows how much I love traveling, so it's no secret that I choose my destinations carefully And I tend to gravitate to places that are undisturbed by humans, or at least as undisturbed by humans as possible, um, but also while providing me with a certain level of attention and luxury. Scott and I are definitely bougie travelers. So um, it's not that we wouldn't enjoy traveling to just about anywhere, but we do tend to choose the best places to go and to stay where available. So for this trip, which was my dream trip throughout all of my life, I enlisted the help of a travel agent that specializes in luxury travels to certain parts of the world, one of which is French Polynesia. She turned out to go above and beyond for us like she exceeded all of our expectations her demeanor her knowledge her professionalism her connections her taste her organization skills i mean i could go on and on and on about her so actually let me take this opportunity it's non-sponsored she doesn't even know i'm doing this but i would like to give a major shout out to my unbelievable travel agent linda sargent from far and away luxury travel she certainly makes sure every experience is an unforgettable journey. We knew we wanted to go somewhere special, and the Brando, which was suggested to us by actually an agent that we had prior to her, was a must on our list. And the Brando is a unique luxury resort on French Polynesia's breathtakingly beautiful private island of Tetiaroa, an atoll composed of about a dozen small islands surrounding the sparkling lagoon that's located about 30 miles northeast of Tahiti. And the Brando is a place that offers carefree luxury in the midst of this pristine nature with access to the island by private plane. You know, they have a small fleet appropriately named Air Tetieroa. And um, this resort has like 50 or actually, you know, 35 villas on white sand beaches that's frequented by sea turtles, manta rays and exotic birds. And the resort was designed to reflect Polynesian lifestyles and culture. And it offers fine dining restaurants. It offers um, a beautiful, tranquil spa. Lots of educational tours where you will learn all about the Polynesian culture and history and the island's history. The mares, which are the temples for the Polynesian people of religion. Because this uh, atoll is actually a very holy site for the Polynesian people. And it used to belong to the Polynesian royal family back in the day and also green technology because the whole resort is completely carbon neutral producing all of the energy that it needs you get these bicycles to get around the island there's no need to worry about anything or be anyone other than your true self and um, it's a real down-to-earth paradise and as a bonus you get to mingle with some of the most interesting and impactful people in the world I mean, this is the place where Barack Obama wrote his memoir. It's really a zen gem. And he has been there multiple times. So if you are a Barack Obama fan, this might be a place that you can run into him someday. Now, the villas are so spacious, you know, all of them. And we stayed in the one-bedroom villa because we're only two people, so we didn't need much more space than that. And we had a living room, an office, a bedroom, a dressing room, a huge bathroom with an outdoor tub a giant backyard with our own pool, a dining table under a gazebo, a hammock, and a two-person chair that faced the exact direction of the sunset right over our private beach. And since this is a green turtle preservation zone, green turtles come on land to lay eggs, and one of them, her name is Al, came to our villa and laid eggs in our yard on our very first night there, and it was incredible. And you can also request to be woken up at any time by the resort staff, uh, and they will call your room day or night to let you know if a turtle is laying eggs. And on our last night there, that happened, and we got to see a turtle lay eggs, and it was an absolutely magical moment that I will talk about some more in a different on a different uh, podcast episode, because... You know what these sea turtles go through to lay these eggs is so worthy of a full dedication podcast. So I can't talk about it here. I wouldn't have time. And Scott and I went on a, on an archaeological tour with the amazing Margot, who is an incredible, knowledgeable person. Uh, she knows everything about Polynesian culture, and we did that on the very same day that we arrived. And I think that that was the right move. Uh Mahgur took us on a beach where she talked to us about how the Polynesians first got to these islands and what their traditions and customs were like. And that is such a long topic, you know, about what their culture is like that I, I can't tell you everything that I learned on this one podcast episode, but for the purposes of this episode, I will let you know that Polynesians are very big into their ancestors, and praying to their ancestors, and honoring their ancestors, and they even have these little statues that represent their ancestors that they pray to, and they place all over their house and their property, and I think it's that's really great because I too feel very connected to my ancestors and I too pray to my ancestors and I thank them for their choices and their sacrifices that led me to exist and be here alive experiencing this great life today. So for the Polynesian people, their ancestors are even more important than the many gods that they believe in, which is very rare for pretty much any religion to put anything above God and uh not disappointing your ancestors is high on the priority list for them so they pass on their culture orally and their knowledge and they honor them by preserving what they built and being mindful of the land and the sea and the nature that sustains them and they have a very strong conservationist mentality that always um you know has always been that way and they would never overfish or fish during reproduction season and they if they knew that a certain species was dwindling, they would protect them, etc. Anyway, it was it was very touching, and I felt very connected to them. And we also learned about uh, Marlon Brando and his journey between 1965 and 1967 to purchase the atoll from a french canadian family that had many heirs and one of them was this lady with a gun that lived alone on the islands and she would basically shoot people that came on her property like she really didn't like visitors um and marlon brando was brave enough to go speak with her and to speak with all her siblings and throughout a period of about two years he was able to buy the islands which um That family had actually purchased from the Polynesian royal family before that, and he only paid a small amount compared to what it was worth. I think he paid like $150,000 or something like that at the time, um, which even for that time was not a lot of money compared to what he was buying. But his goal was to preserve the place, and he and his heirs have done just that. There is a bird island where no one enters and the birds feel so comfortable there because they have no predators. There's no crabs. There's no snakes on that island. So they lay their eggs like, on the ground. They don't need to make a nest up on a tree. And that's part of the reason why you can't go there because you might end up stepping on a protected species eggs. And there's also all these bees that make the world's best honey because the bees are so happy. These are happy bees that you can pet. You know, I think there's about 150,000 bees or something. And the honey that they produce, they only sell there. So you can't really buy it unless you go there. And there are so many beings that only exist there. It's almost like Jurassic Park without dinosaurs and in a multiple shades of blue paradisiac ocean lagoon. So um, anyway, here's what happened to me that completely transformed my life. I am someone who is deeply grateful and I know that you guys know that I know that for those of you who have been following my journey here for a while and listening to me, um, you must have listened to my gratitude episode and you know how important I feel gratitude is for, for fulfillment and for manifesting the life that you want. So, It was a beautiful sunny afternoon on my second day at the Brando and I decided to go into the water and it had been raining there for over a week according to the people who had been staying there before we, got, we arrived. Uh, so I was already feeling grateful that we brought the sun, you know, to light up the three-night, four-day stay that we were going to be going through. It's a very short stay, so thankfully it was going to be sunny. So I go into the water, and there is no one else in sight. No one in the water at all. Miles and miles of crystal clear, calm, turquoise blue waters, alive with marine animals, colorful fish and coral all to myself. And the sun is radiantly beaming on my beautiful, strong, healthy, and able body. And I look over to the villa and I see Scott, you know, this gorgeous, smart, kind, understanding, sweet man that I love more than anything, and he's the love of my life, my soulmate, and the best partner anyone could ask for, and he's just napping on a chair. And I see the trees that frame the beach and their leaves are the greenest green that anyone has ever seen. And I close my eyes and I lay back and I start floating. And in that exact moment, I picture Marlon Brando and his efforts to make sure that this place remained the paradise that it is today. And I think of the Polynesian people before him preserving this atoll, which to them was a holy site, you know, all their visits and the place that that they came to and spent the summers which was a time for abundance and then i realized that the day that we arrived was the exact day that they entered into the summer season so i was feeling so blessed to have arrived with that season and bringing this radiant sun and i think of my life and of my family and of my great-grandparents and their stories you know my great-grandmother you know in portugal who walked for days if not weeks to get to the port to board a boat without papers to go to brazil because she didn't want to marry her cousin and live in a rural life uh in a small village being in a sexist trap um and my grandparents and their struggles you know especially my mom's parents helping other people with very little money And my parents and their move to the US at my age with a 13 year old and how difficult it must have been to go into a brand new country. My mom didn't speak English and about my amazing life. You know, I I thought of my firm, my clients, everything I've accomplished. And honestly, as I'm thinking about all of this, I find myself just bawling. You know, I am sobbing in that water while I float into this majestic sea, and salty tears are rolling down my face and commingling with the salt water that supports my body. And I just can't help but repeat over and over and over again thank you. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for all of you, for all of this, for whatever this higher power and creative force is for my ancestors for everything that led me here for the polynesian people for having found this place and and populated it and preserved it for marlon brando for having you know bought this island and preserved it for everything that led to this moment i mean what were the chances that i would be in a place like this i would be alive and healthy and able to enjoy a place and that this place would exist i mean I just started thinking statistically of how difficult all those things are to just line up and how blessed I am to have experienced that. And to have such a beautiful, perfect place all to myself was so overwhelming. You know, I was just so filled with genuine gratitude I just so I felt so so overwhelmed by gratitude that I was so present in that moment that something shifted, something powerful entered me, and as I calmed down and I stopped crying, and mind you, still completely alone in that gorgeous sea, nobody saw me, and you know, floating there crying, I got up, calm and collected, and I walked towards the sand and up to my villa, and somehow, some way. From that moment on, I have been able to remain anxiety-free and able to enjoy the present moment without judgment and without any apprehension or expectation. And it has been something that I always wanted to achieve and I have tried so hard to achieve this through meditation and yoga and exercise and healthy eating and journaling and therapy and even gratitude before this. But this time, the gratitude I felt was bigger than me. It was bigger than life itself. It transcended timelines and it was so genuine and so strong that it changed me. And I really hope that this is forever because it has been two months and I am loving this Zen feeling. Um, it felt sort of like office space after Pete is hypnotized and nothing matters to him and he's able to just be himself. I am so comfortable right now in my own skin and I'm just so happy just being, you know, and it's a great feeling. And I just hope that you all get to experience it in your own transformational journey sometime. Tetieroa was my catalyst and I really wonder what yours will be. And that is all we have for today. Thank you